Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, welcome to episode 32 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture film and music podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode's coming out late on October 3rd, 2012. My name's Dan Gorman. Holy shit, that's my new favorite camel. <laughs> my my name I'm changing it. My name's Casey Lyons. What you gonna put in that house? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Greg and who am I kidding? Who am I fooling when people be like, What's up, fat lip? And I say, and I say cooling. cooling. Oh mm. shit. I love that song. Yeah. Alright. Uh this week we got uh eighty seven <gasps> throwback. Film roulette hero swap. We're going to recast uh, a movie at the end of the episode, so stick around for that. Uh, first, we're just going to talk about some shit. Some movies. Yeah, come on, guys. Let's well, just first, talk are you about feeling, some stuff. Is Dan Gorman feeling better? That's why we're late. Yes. We had a sick Dan Gorman. Yeah. 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 And uh, Well, I'm, I'm late because great. I'm sick of Dan Gorman. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Slam. I'll say anything. Oh, you burnt. I know. Uh, um, yeah, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling good? Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> So, Greg and I are going to talk about Cutter's Way off the yeah. top. This is a movie I watched for the first time, kind of randomly, because I just saw it on Netflix. Yeah. I was like, ah, this sounds pretty sweet. I should watch this. Um, and it is so fucking cool and underrated. Absolutely. Uh, it's from 1981, and it has Jeff Bridges and John Hurd in it. And, and an amazing performance of John Hurd. So good. Like, like not... Like, usually John Hurd just does the one John Hurd thing. Yeah. Which is like, I'm a dumpy white guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that works. Yeah. yeah. No, he's great at it. Um, but this, like, this really riled up, uh, oh, out of control He's like, performance. Uh, he, he has one arm and an eye patch. And only one leg, too. <laughs> I wish you were going to say iPad. And <laughs> one eye First of all, I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, they predicted it. <laughs> Listen, in the future, we're going to have all these fancy things that you can go on the internet. No, and it's not even will be invented by that time. Be, uh, and basically, Cutter's Way is like about, um, uh, how would you explain it? It's like kind of like a crime noir-ish Kind of, but it just it, it lets that go at one point. Because yeah. it, it is just, it, it, it's, it's about the three characters. Yeah. Um, uh, Cutter, uh, Richard, and, and Bo. Um, and it's uh, Jeff Bridges is fantastic in it, and uh, uh, Lisa Ihorn is is really good too. Um, mm-hmm. 
It's kind it's of about like, these three totally fucked up people who are, are are not fucked up, but well, I mean, yeah, Cutter's fucked up because he's a war vet and yeah. he's totally insane and he's missing body parts. <laughs> uh, and Jeff Bridges' character uh, Bone is uh, you know one of the many you know disenchanted people of the uh, the late seventies, mm-hmm. early eighties. You know, still coming off the the hangover of the Vietnam War and. He's addicted to betting women. Yeah, he's kind of like a gigolo of, yeah, of sorts. Yeah, yeah, but he has this, he's sort of drifting, too. He has no yeah. uh, concrete feeling on anything. He's just sort of there. And then Bo is just sort of the, she's the cutter's wife, and she's sort of a, a mixture of both, both of their personalities. Yeah, a little. She's a raging alcoholic because she's so miserable. Yeah. It needs some form of real human contact and can't get it from either of these men. And then Jeff Bridges, in the middle of one like rainy night, witnesses like somebody dumping a body mm-hmm. in a dumpster. And then their lives kind of get tangled up in this mystery conspiracy theory. But also that kind of does take a backseat at times to their like lives. Yeah. Which was what I liked so much about this movie. Totally. Because it's a good mystery on top of... like not having to be a really good mystery you're also just interested in these people and shit absolutely and, so cool uh, and like and they decide that the they become obsessed with the idea that a, the local oil tycoon is the the culprit in, yeah. in the murder um which is totally bananas but cutter is so obsessed with yeah. the idea and, and you there don't are all know. these references in the first couple of scenes there's a really heavy uh, reference to Moby Dick, yeah. right off the bat when Cutter and Bone first see each other, yeah. and making making the oil, oil no seriously, <laughs> uh, making the oil tycoon kind of the, the white whale that Cutter becomes totally. so outrageously totally. obsessed with. But then there's this also this weird Macbeth reference that gets thrown in there too. That's a real real quick and throwaway, but that's sort of it's like pretty the, important. Yeah, absolutely, there's considering like, how the film ends. Yeah, and uh, it's very like oh, Cutter is kind of living in his own head and he's crazy. And how much of this can we? believe is reality and how much of it is his own kind of creation like is he just looking into things to try and find like this conspiracy theory and the ending is awesome amazing such a good ending. Uh, amazing I such kept, a good ending I kept, the last five minutes are yeah fucking crazy but i kept looking at the netflix thing and it kept getting closer and closer to zero and it was like one minute left and i was like how are they gonna end this <laughs> <laughs> i was like there's even gonna be enough room for credits that goes like right up to the last second of your yeah. fucking netflix oh view. man yeah, what a fucking it's amazing! It's really good movie. and Such so good overlooked movie. and underrated. Well, yeah, I can't even call it underrated; it's just unknown. Like, yeah, I don't know anyone who's ever referenced this it's movie. It's based or off told a about book. It. That's pretty much all I know. I just saw it on Netflix, and I'd heard. I think I've heard the name somewhere, but never really read into it. And was like, yeah, I should watch this. Yeah, it's super I think good. like I think its source, like its inspiration, is sort of that. There's a lot of films that tackle this idea, but none with yeah. this kind of style. Just sort of that. That period in America after the Vietnam War, mm-hmm. where there isn't, you know, where the innocence is now lost, the cynicism is taking over. Um, it's it's an examination of people who are kind of swept under the rug. Yeah, in that, you know, what definitely. I mean? yeah. If yeah, this is on awesome American movie. Netflix. Watch this, especially yeah. if you like seventies kind of thrillers or character studies. Like yeah. it's right up your alley. So good. Um, well, I haven't seen it, but from what you guys describe, it sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fuck you. No, you uh, you went and saw something instead of The Master, right? I sure did. Uh, after the last record, I went out to see The Master. Yeah. And uh, we got there uh, in good time, but it was sold out. So instead, we went and saw The Queen of Versailles, which is a documentary about uh, this like multi-billionaire dude who, uh, uh, who wants to build uh, a mansion based on Versailles. Um, in uh, uh, in Florida, yeah, and it's like 
they, they end up building like it's so big it's like the second biggest house it's or something the big, or, it's the yeah. biggest it'll, it'll be the biggest compound like the biggest house in uh in uh the states yeah so this guy's a uh a billionaire um timeshare uh magnate anyway so uh so about halfway through or a little less than halfway through the building of the uh, uh of the mansion uh the bottom falls out of the uh the the housing market and and um timeshares are no longer you know, valuable, yeah. and and he just starts hemorrhaging money. Uh, he's also built this huge tower in um, in in Vegas, and and so he's lost a lot of money on that. And it's basically just showing how this crazy rich family, um, still you know with with millions of dollars to throw around, are struggling at, at their level, are struggling yeah. to, to to pay the bills and everything. Fascinating movie. Uh, are they trying to sell the, the house? Is that one of they, the? They eventually, they, they have to put the house on the market. Uh, yeah, but they, but I mean, nobody wants to buy the fucking thing yeah. either. Uh, so they, so they, they suggest that uh, they sell it like way under under value, and and it, it's the, the centerpiece is the wife. Uh, she's this, uh, um, she was this Miss Miss America or one of those kind of pageant things, um, and uh, but she she was a. Uh, uh, what do you call it? They're an engineer as well. Like she, she, she's not a stupid woman. She's just a woman who's slipped into to this life as a trophy wife, and and doesn't really know what's going on around her. And she just keeps having kids because she was like, I didn't really want to have eight kids, but then we started getting maids, and it was just <laughs> easy. So we just had eight kids, and they've got like a million kids, dogs all over the place. I, this that's movie crazy. has the most dog shit in it of any other movie I've seen. <laughs> because it's messed up. They've got like 12 dogs running around this house yeah. and there's just shit everywhere. It's disgusting. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 sort of like a portrait of this woman who's like, who's vaguely aware of what's going on in her life and realizing that it's all slipping down the drain and she has no idea why. Okay. And her husband, like this guy, I can't remember what his name is, but he's really fascinating because like there's a certain level of delusion uh, about him, like about his importance, and he basically says in the movie, he's like, "Well, I I'm the one who got uh, George W. Bush reelected. That what? was me. That oh was because God. of me." And and the interviewer's like, "Well, how did you do that?" And he's like, "Well, I'd rather not talk." About uh, yeah, of course you wouldn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, I highly suggest seeing this movie. It's really uh, uh, it, it. I don't want to say it's it's a great portrait of what's wrong with. America, but because it's not that necessarily, but it's it's, but uh, it's kind of like a look into yeah, that like kind of life or whatever, it, it, or the into American the dream. excess of the American yeah. dream and how how it's as fleeting, like how how money is as fleeting at that level as it is if you're dirt poor, yeah, like myself. <laughs> yeah, I know. I heard a lot about this movie when it. Uh, I think it played here at Bell Lightbox or something, and uh, yeah, I heard uh-huh. like amazing things. Yeah. I really want to see it. Where did you, you went and saw it, right? I saw okay. it at the Varsity. Yeah. I need to go see that. Um, anything else? I wanted to quickly mention Headhunters. Did you end up watching Headhunters? I didn't get a chance to. Okay. I'm going to check it out this week. Though. Um, I won't spend too much time on it, but I watched this movie, Headhunters. It was from 2011. It's like a Norwegian-German film. Uh, it's about these two headhunters, and one of them is a like an art thief and he steals art and replaces them with uh with like copies in order to make his living uh to support this wife and this outrageous house that he's kind of unable to pay for and then the uh the film fucking just spirals off from there into this really dark thriller it reminded me a lot of the original uh girl with the dragon tattoo it has that kind of like american sensibility but like it's super violent and cringe worthy and funny in places and 
it's one of those movies where it just keeps spiraling out of control and spiraling out of control and it just makes you want it like it just sucks you in it's super interesting but uh, it's like a must see I where, fucking where, loved it where is it? it and what's the deal yeah I watched it on, <laughs> on Netflix on American Netflix that doesn't tell me who's in it oh I thought he said it's where a, was it it's a foreign film yeah, right? let's, yeah. let's yeah. focus on what I say you, who's in it you wouldn't know any of the names it's it's a foreign film. I don't appreciate your assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> I know lots of foreign people. Uh, Axel Henney, uh, oh, God, Nikolai Coster Wallado. No, 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 she's good. She's great. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's amazing. It's super, super good. It's like one of the best thrillers I've seen recently in terms of watchability. It's just like super interesting and, and fun and crazy. And cool. yeah, definitely check that out for sure. Awesome. So I guess that leaves nothing more but to get into 87 Throwback. <laughs> Was that our cut to song sound? <laughs> <laughs> well, do it again, so we're going to go. You can read along with me in your book. <laughs> You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear Greg say... Seven Throwback is our weekly segment where we look at a movie and an album from 1987 and celebrate they uh, their yeah fuck. Why do I have I a podcast? You, I they... saw you run into trouble. <laughs> I know on that sentence. I saw the look on uh, your face. Where you're like, oh shit! I got no more words for this anniversary. One. <laughs> it was when I ran into trouble with the word there. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a it's tricky, tricky one because yeah. it has so many meanings. I know. I know. You don't know which way I'm saying it. Which way is it supposed to be spelled? I don't know. Anyway, so we got an album and a movie. They're 25 years old. And first we're going to talk about The Replacements. Yes. Uh, this album is called Please to Meet Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I picked this album because I've never really been into The Replacements. And I just kind of took it as a, like like you did with The Smiths, mm-hmm. uh, Casey. Just kind of like, oh, like I should be into this band. And I don't know why I'm not. So... I picked this one, and then Greg told me to give Tim and let it be mm-hmm. like a, a cursory listen, like give him a scan over so I understand yeah, where just, this just album. Yeah, just for a little bit of context. Yeah. And I did that, yeah. and uh, so I like this album. It's good. It yeah, is a good album. Great. I don't think uh, I'm going to come back to this album like I did with The Smiths, but I do think it's a really cool album, and there's a lot of really good, catchy songs on it. Yeah, um, this is like uh, the replacements are have always been a band that had this sort of. Uh, post-punk or at least punk ethic thing yeah. going on in their music definitely mixed with a little bit of American well yeah like it's it's funny it's like punk classic rock or yeah like, yeah uh, totally yeah um, but they did you know it's a fine line that they tread with that yeah rock bar rock almost totally like totally rock. and a couple of these songs go the wrong way I agree the, well, the back end of the album sometimes there's a couple it sounds... oh, the back end for sure there's like Man. Valentine and something oh, yeah. else there's like one or two in a row where I'm just like yeah, it's you use yet. this drum beat for three songs <laughs> and the same guitar kind of sound and riffs like I get it yeah um, but that's not to say that this album is yeah, sure, I like shooting dirty pool that's yeah. I fucking hate that song and Red it's Red it's kind of funny Garbage. though but 
Red red wine is garbage. Oh my gosh! Shooting dirty pool. Uh, made but me there's laugh. a lot. There's a lot of of really forgettable stuff. Yeah, in this album. but there's but like some really then you good get a songs song like too. Alex Chilton. Alex Chilton, yeah. which is yeah. song. so catchy. That it's song good. is so catchy. It's catchy and not cheaply catchy. No, like, no, like can't hardly wait. Which I love that song. I think yeah, it's, it's a great. great song, but it's almost cheaply catchy. A little. I don't know. Uh, I like that song too. I go bananas for Can Hardly Wait. I yeah, have no yeah, problem. it's a great like, song, I like, I like but the it's horns. I like B-A-N-A-N-A-S? the strings. In it. It's I like a great everything. song, but it's it's an obvious melody. Yeah, I guess um, I don't know, uh, but but, but the lyrics kind of save it. Like this, yeah. this, yeah, it's weird. Like I always thought of the replacements as being this sort of ironic bar band, like where they're like they're doing the sort of bar rock thing by way of punk rock. So it just seems a little subversive, but. Uh, actually, reading interviews with them and listening to them talk, like I don't think a lot of irony. I don't think a lot of thought went into these albums. Like, like beyond like, yeah. oh, that sounds cool. Let's play that. Um, which actually oh, makes what? me uh, pay attention, Greg. I went, oh, kick the corner. What's it done? Um, oh, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Dan. You Somebody it. understands right. me. You clear, uh, you cleared that up for me. But that makes me almost like it more. That makes me almost like that. That. They were just these yeah. sort of dummies who yeah. were a little smarter than they thought they were. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, the first half of the album is really good. It's pretty stacked. how it flows, too. Yeah. There's a, like a lot of different things down there. Nightclub Jitters is a total nice Nightclub Jitters is a really cool it's song. Great song, great lyrics. Yeah. Uh, when Westerberg's on, he's really good. Yeah, I would really say good. I would say the uh, whole first side, like one to five, yeah. uh, the ledge, nightclub jitters. I don't know, Alex Chilton, IOU. Like I would say that is just such a solid run. And then yeah. when you flip the record over, conceivably if you have the vinyl, <laughs> um, <laughs> or like cassette or cassette, yeah. like I don't know, it, it like yeah, Valentine, shooting dirty pool, and red red wine in a row is just uh, like okay, guys. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it gets you to can't early wait. So yeah. it's all worth it. But as, as far as the replacements go, if you are a fan, and I'm sure you already know this yeah. album because it is considered to be one of their best. Uh, but they had, you know, I mean, they're, they are kind of critics' darlings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that run uh, of like four or five albums is just like yeah, perfect. Yeah. No problems. Where, you know. I would say this grabbed me more than my first like scan throughs of Tim or Let It Be. Really? Is that yeah. right? I would say because I, I, I was say listening totally to those. And I, was, I think Let It Be is just amazing. Yeah, bananas for that. I album. just kind of like I didn't give them a really good go. I just sure, kind of sure. wanted to get it, but I was kind of like, okay, these like that sounded even more kind of samey on those albums, and then this one is kind of when it sounded like they really started getting hooky. And, yeah. and a little bit easier to like get into, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. I had a weird thought. Uh, I was listening to it again today, and and I had a weird thought. I forget what song I was listening to, but I was like, oh man, they're like they're like American. They're like the American version of the Northern Pikes. <laughs> Which, hey, it's great for me. I love the Northern. Yeah. Oh yeah, so totally. Like, it's funny. I thought I this kid. weird thing. Uh, I was trying to think about how to describe because there, there's a nostalgic, yeah. a very specific nostalgia about the replacements, and I couldn't figure out what it was but then I, I was in the grocery store today and for some reason it popped into my head I'm like oh totally this is like the music that would play in Teen Land mm-hmm. uh, oh. if Teen Land was a place yeah. <laughs> that is so weird yeah that's you know uh, but yeah so like when I go. was listening <laughs> to it when I was listening to it yeah all I could think of was like dudes in leather jackets skateboarding and like the yeah, like early the 90s yeah. yeah whatever man yeah like <laughs> uh, just pooling their pool, money man. together for, to get some cheap smokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I liked it. I don't. But, you know, they're a cool band. They're a great, you know, drinking band. Yeah. It's, uh, definitely... They were a band that was really good at drinking. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's what you mean. I, I like my bands to be good at drinking. If they aren't, I'm out. <laughs> Can I ask you a favor, Dan? What? Can you reach down there and grab my coffee? For Speaking me? of drinking, I can't really move. 
Thank you. There's not much left in it. Uh, that's all right. Yeah. It's worth it. I, I was sick to, yesterday. Casey is postponing going to the hospital to record today's episode. Yeah, <laughs> Greg's pulling double night. duty before work. <laughs> yeah. This is a special episode. All right. Um, Speaking yeah. of special episodes, holy nuts. Oh, my God. Movie so let's get to the over the movie. Mm. This is Order of the Black Eagle. Oh, my uh, God. This is something. How did we find out? You just found out that this I was went on. on the, I was just kind of tired of going through the normal fodder. Uh, movies that we're all basically aware of from 1987. Yeah. I'm like, there's a lot. Where's all the straight-to-video madness that's yeah. out there? So I went digging deep on uh, Netflix, and I found a bunch of stuff. So we've got some weird shit coming down the pipe. <laughs> but nothing was more immediately interesting yeah. than Order of the Black Eagle. This is like a pseudo-parody, B-movie, spy, thriller, yeah, is it, James is Bond Is it supposed ripoff? to be a comedy? It feels like it's supposed to be a comedy Because there's a couple of times. scenes that are like, um. Yeah, <laughs> on, on Netflix is listed as an action comedy. Um, yeah, yeah. So but it, I, I, have to, I have to confess right away that I have a uh, Dan and Greg's excuse corner. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I tried like hell to watch this movie, but uh, it just would not show up. Well, we'll try and uh, give you the gist of it. Please. So so yeah. basically, the main character is like a kind of like James Bond. His name's Duncan Jacks, and him and his team of crazy, dirty dozen esque like wild people, and his baboon, and his baboon that wears a tuxedo. Yeah, he also is sidekick. Off. Uh, they got to stop these neo Nazis from like thawing out Hitler. Yeah, sure. which is the best fucking <laughs> plot ever. And, and it's no so one, crazy. Like, he's carrying this baboon, and a baboon. Nobody's, fairly... nobody's weirded out by no. it. No, <laughs> like a baboon is a frightening monkey. Yeah, well, this a very was the end of the eighties. Yeah. And he's Having like just shows up at like a nightclub, like not a nightclub, but like a party, like a yeah. black tie affair with a fucking monkey on yeah. his arm, and no one's like, <laughs> everyone's like, okay, dude, okay. what's with the monkey? Well, was <laughs> he the, shows up, but by... the monkey was dressed in in black tie. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Why would they question? The thing is, they show up by landing a plane on the front yard, and then like the monkey hops out. He likes the monkey. Maybe at that the point, plane. the monkey wasn't their biggest concern. Yeah. Maybe. Now, my first question of this is, uh, right at the beginning of the movie, produced by or like presented like Polo Players International <laughs> Presents or something, and then in, right like 20 minutes into the movie, they're at a Polo game. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Is this like a movie made by some like the guy that likes this <laughs> I, movie?" I wanted to like really f- like was he a polo guy and he had all his money. He was like, "I'll give you the money for your movie, but you have to have a polo yeah. game in it." <laughs> we got, we got to bring it to the people. Yeah. <laughs> the polo. This is the time. Now it is. I, I'm, there, there's such a lack of information about this movie in, yeah, on the internet. Not, it's making like, me there's crazy. Some reviews out there because I but, need to know how all of this happened because it's actually not that it's shot really well, but it's not shot. Poorly, no, no, like no. a lot of the you know yeah. no budget action movies are just like Terrible, camera on tripod yeah. go, and there's a no, lot there's of dolly like a shots, doll- there's like a jib shot, yeah, and, yeah, like it's definitely they're going for something here. And this guy, the lead guy who plays Duncan Jacks, Ian something, is only done two movies, yeah, this and its sequel, just this and the sequel, uh, Ian Hunter, yeah, no other film credit or information on this guy. He must of have any helped, guy. yeah. Like, he must have, did he have money, or was Some, he somebody's yeah. buddy who, who was just had to have, maybe he had the monkey. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe he, maybe Look, he owned uh, the monkey. monkey budget monkey. on this thing is uh, scant Jackson. at best. Yeah. Um, um, I did want to talk about the opening sequence where you get a sense of how awesome Duncan Jacks is. Yeah. Where he's hiding in that radiator. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> 
waiting to There's steal There's like that. a scene playing it, and then yeah. it pans over, and he's like in the radiator, and it's super creepy. Yeah, yeah it's weird. He's now, hiding in the radiator. Yeah, yeah like in the wall. Style, yeah. Steal a jewel or something. I don't even yeah. remember. But oh, uh, like a vent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, because so, I'm no, not, not like yeah, a radiator. Not a, no. right. I'm like, uh, um, and the security system. I was also picturing Stinkor yeah. uh, melted onto the radiator. <laughs> but. Tell my story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so there's this like diamond or something. Is it even a diamond? I cannot I even remember, remember what it, it is that he's stealing. But it. it's totally that like Indiana Jones. He's like coming. Yeah. Oh no. He there's lasers. Yeah, but he's got special sunglasses. He's got to show sunglasses the lasers. that I'll show the lasers. And he does the most unconvincing <laughs> stepping over lasers thing. He does it with one leg and then just brings the other leg through the laser. And I'm like, you didn't even step over that laser. What and the fuck? The diamond thing is like sitting on a table, like a like a yeah. round coffee table, and there's lasers like all around over it. it. But there's just like a glass dome over it. <laughs> it that, that doesn't do anything. No, it's just, it's just there. a dome, like like you would put to keep cake fresh or something sure, like sure. that. Just over there. <laughs> to keep this diamond to fresh. I tell fresh. you what. And anyone yeah. can just pick it up. Yeah. They're all touching the dome and moving it around. Yeah. I don't know why it's there. Oh my god. Well, it's for presentation. Fingers. They're going to. Yeah, yeah. I know. They're going to dust it nice. for prints later. Appetizing. Um, um, and yeah, so this movie is basically about them trying to stop the neo Nazis from unthawing Hitler by like infiltrating it as Nazis. I can't even tell you. What happens throughout this movie? So many guards, <laughs> oh, crazy things so happen. Weird. All I know is that the boon, the baboon, gives everyone the like, fuck you, like, yeah, yeah. The, like he not does, the like, middle finger, not the but middle just finger. The, the fist. I can't. I don't yeah. know how you. Like you know that it was. I don't. Yeah, see no. I I yeah, understand. You don't what see mean, people like, doing it a lot. How do you do this anymore. on a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how you do that on a podcast. Like, what, why did they choose for like? Is there a rating thing that would that that would no, I just that you can't show a monkey. Teach the monkey how the to monkey do that. monkey probably is just easiest did, to make him good. Do I the, like to think that the monkey morally couldn't do it. The monkey's you want me to flip somebody? I'm sorry, that's offensive. I don't do that. He took his monocle off. He's like, well, I won't do it. Took off his monocle. I won't do it. Adjusted his bow tie. I was like, excuse me, gentlemen. Might just be a monkey, but we need wide release. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one likes middle fingers. The monkey, the baboon was Florida the one that pushed, won't stand pushed for, for the jib shots and the uh, dollies. He was like, oh, "You guys need some dollies in this movie." Now, and now the Nazis the got were a lot very of entertaining as well. I like the Nazis quite a bit. Oh yeah, just terrible actors. Oh horrible. But accent. now the guy, worst who's accents. like he's, I think he's a doctor, but I'm not really sure what any of them did. The big guy? No, not the guy with the okay. uh, the other guy with the eye patch. Not not him. But his like right hand man, yeah, uh, the guy who ends up burning his hand up, so yeah, they yeah, get yeah, the fingerprint off, mm-hmm. him, which I'm like, just oh, you don't. Anyway, that's, yeah, that's uh, anyway. <laughs> so that guy, he's uh, standing next to the fat guy with the eye patch, who's just like giving you all the yeah, exposition, yeah. like you know, this is what we're going to do. do. We are going we're to from the moon. <laughs> yes, it's not this. We're going to. <laughs> Nice little throwback. It um, sounds like kind of like a Prometheus thing. Yeah. Like, there's like it shares DNA yeah. with. Uh, yeah, but he other tells that like the whole plan, like his, and his minions yeah. just stand there and listen. And he's like, and once we unleash his power, we'll be viewed as the most you know terrifying essence on the planet. And the other guy's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got God, a problem. That's the first thing that comes out of his mouth. Uh, yeah, uh, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's my line again? I don't even he know. He looks so confused yeah. the whole time. 
And yeah, there's this part where he's like, uh, they want his fingerprint. Yeah. Just from his left index finger. To stop something from blowing up, they need two people's fingerprints. And so he cuts one of the guy's hands off. And then the other guy, sensing that they're about to stop his plan, decides he will dump his hand in in like this coolant or something. And it burns his hand off. His whole hand. He just like plunges it in there, just takes the whole hand. It's like. They just, just the fingertip, yeah. buddy. Yeah, it's <laughs> overkill. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was too much. Like, yeah. how are you? You're. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! This but, movie was. It was ridiculous. I loved this it's movie. Pretty hilarious. I, the first time I started watching it was really, really late at night, and I had had a couple of beers. I'm like, oh yeah, order the black. Eagle. Yeah, and I was watching it. And You're I'm like, like, oh my god, I can't even do this right now because I'm too. I'm. Uh, I need to, all of my senses yeah. at their yeah. peak to take in this fucking insane movie. The dialogue was so, so weird. weird. <laughs> it's one of those movies that. Uh, you just question how did this come into existence the entire time you're watching it because it just it doesn't make any sense it, like it just seems like one of those movies made by somebody who wanted to hit on all of these things in popular culture because he thought that he's like yeah it'll be James Bond but also Nazis because they're the best bad guys ever and right. then like also a baboon because like that's he was, funny like yeah. he was pitching it and yeah. they weren't immediately impressed so it's like this James all, Bond thing like oh. uh, uh, <laughs> also with Nazis <laughs> yeah. and a baboon yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got there yeah I got a question for you okay now shoot in that scene the the like Mexican shootout scene yeah. in that village or yeah. whatever. Oh my god! I've <laughs> um, which is really weirdly placed. And I don't totally. know what that makeup is on that one guy's head. Oh my god! It's so strange. Yeah. But anyway, they get cornered in a building, like in a bar. Uh, uh, Dun- Duncan Jackson, and his yeah. ragtag team, ragtag team of specialists. Yeah. Who are all crazy and have special. One of them. Like one of them. His special, special thing delivery. is just he's drunk all the time. Yeah. <laughs> And they're cornered by these, like, uh, South American guys, I guess, who all have machine guns. And they're like, bring us all your money and your weapons and your women. And, like, they're surrounded. And then there's, like, a little time waiting. And then the door opens and Duncan Jacks walks out. Just dressed as he was, yeah. With oh a, my god, with yeah. A, with a bra on a stick, and he and he's like, "Hey, boys!" Yeah, he basically <laughs> confuses all of the bad guys into thinking that he's homosexual, and they're like, "Ha ha ha! He's no threat!" And then he just shoots them all. <laughs> oh my god, that is fucking hilarious! I was like, "So like, this the, is like so the, wrong." The Why was the bra on the stick? I know. Um, and, and what? Like, that's yeah, the gayest is, thing I can. He's think. like, "This <laughs> is what I'll do." <laughs> It's like yeah. he's so gay he doesn't even know what to do with a bra. So he just put <laughs> it on his stick. Yeah, he's so much so that he want he needs to give the bra away as right. the white flag. Like, get this away from me, boy. Yeah. Like, I, I'm so disgusted yeah. by this. Holy. I think that's so it funny that that was his the, plan. Yeah. I'm gonna pretend. I'm gonna mince around. I'm gonna pretend and nobody to be gay. takes a gay guy seriously. No. <laughs> and yeah, they all start laughing. They're like, ha ha ha. He like, yeah. 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 He, they the all like, gay. they pull his they, like their weapons down. They're like, oh well. And then yeah. just, then they all just jump out and shoot everyone. I was like, this is the fuck weirdest thing I've ever seen. I loved this yeah, movie. Yeah, I can't wait to watch the second so one. Now, now, with the second one, um, according to Netflix, it's from 1986. Yeah. This is the original, though. I, this I is the original, because then according yeah. to IMDb, the other know, one is from 88. They're, they're, they're but I feel like Netflix says 86, IMDb 88, it must be 87, so mm-hmm. we can probably so watch you, it. You want to do that for next week? <laughs> well, we should see it soon okay. and just let everyone know what the other one's like, because yeah. this movie was fun. I'm definitely going to watch this as soon as I can, Oh yeah. the next one, oh Unmasking God. the Idol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, well, we're about half hour. Let's... Uh, 
Let's get on with some film roulette. Okay. What was the noise? I don't know. You you, you did it. I was just waiting for you to say <laughs> I'm waiting for the right noise. <laughs> yeah. We're not moving on to do that noise again. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good and the low roller gets to go see a piece of shit. But the low roller gets to turn the tables on the winners by making them listen to an album for the rest of the week. And it could be good. It could be bad. You never know what's going to happen. So this week, Casey and I went and saw Looper and Greg had to go see Hotel Transylvania. Let's get into Looper first. Yes, Looper first. From the director of Brick... Ryan Johnson. Um, Brothers Bloom. Brothers Bloom. And Looper. Yeah, and Looper. <laughs> uh, if you haven't heard about this movie, uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's like one of the biggest movies out there right now. Everyone's talking about it. Uh, it stars Bruce Willis, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Emily Blunt. Uh, it's like a time travel action movie uh, about crazy shit. It's fucking, it's all over the map, this movie. Uh, it is. It- it is, but it, it also it it does the thing that I like that the brick did, which was there's a lot going on, but it's it keeps the world or it keeps like the 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 reality or like the universe of the movie yeah. fairly small. Definitely, you know, like uh, it's and it's a it's a very kind of pseudo realistic look at like the like the future escapes and stuff. You're like, I could yeah. see this being a future in real life. That, kind of that thing. was actually probably my favorite thing about the whole movie was that was the 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 future in which it exists yeah. because it's not that unrecognizable. No. There are there's like new technology that doesn't work very well, yeah. and there's uh, and, and and there's a lot of old technology that's just been modified. Yeah, uh, which is which is really interesting. Um, by and large, my my uh, um, end result with this movie was that it was all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I guess just quickly, the gist of this movie is uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a looper, which involves um, people from the future sending back criminals or people that they want to kill because they can't kill people in the future. It's, it's impossible it's to impossible. kill people uh, uh, illegally in yeah. the future because you can't people dispose are of the super body. tagged. And yeah. Can't, yeah. So they send them back in time to these loopers who kill them on the spot, and then that's that. But then uh, what happens in at some point during your life is you will get sent yourself and you kill yourself not knowing it's you, and then you get a payday, live my, 30 years, and then you die. My, that's called my closing question, your loop. Yeah, called closing the loop. And that and, and it's something that's happening with increasing regularity. Yeah. They're closing all the loops, and they have to figure out why. My my problem, a couple problems, yeah. not even, a uh, couple problems here. Why do they send... Why do they send you back this. to yourself? I read because about this. Because there's more of a likelihood that you're going to let yourself go. Yes. They, Why not this, send you to another there's, looper? I read, a, I read an article today called, like, 10 Mysteries from Looper Dis- Explained or whatever. And right. basically what I got from that was that it's not, like, the best explanation, but they send them back to you because uh, it's it it's less messy if you kill yourself than, like, sending it back to somebody else and then you find out that somebody else killed you and then you live with them for 30 years and, like, more people know and then it's just like in order to keep things contained they send them back to you with the with their heads covered so that you won't know that you're killing yourself or whatever 
Um, there was more to it. I can't remember exactly. I, I will say this: like, like I, I do like with these like super scientific kind of like uh, like time travel movies and stuff like that. I can't help but be looking for the holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, I feel it's like this some, movie, sort of the I, way th- this movie actually uh, did something really clever that I really enjoyed with that. Because if it's a time travel movie, you're just going to find holes because yeah. there's holes in the. So they have that scene time. in the there's diner where. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. The diner Bruce Willis where, basically says, like, I don't want to talk about all this time travel yeah, shit. Yeah, he says, we'll like, just... I'm not going to sit here and explain it. We'll be sitting here for days. It's like they built into the movie, like, uh, like the, the character just looking at the screen and going, fucking relax. It's yeah. a time travel movie. Because <laughs> yeah. he says, like, I'm not going to sit here for hours. Yeah. We'll have, you He's know, like, we'll be building maps out of, maps like, straws, out of straws and, stuff, and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So, so he basically, in the middle, like, the, the character yeah. goes, just fucking relax and suspend disbelief. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> I'm down for. Totally. Yeah. And, and, and after that, I was kind of like, all right, I, I get it. I think my, my thing about this movie is that I, I did love it. I don't think that it's perfect. There's things I didn't like about it, but as summer like it's not summer anymore but it's kind of like the summer blockbuster kind of movies it's up there for me with like inception it's just so fun uh everybody in it is good it it mm-hmm. it's it's at once an entertaining action movie and something interesting and fresh a lot like inception was it's just totally one of those movies it's, where you're just like yeah like, like I, I always i like great a cerebral sci-fi movie yeah. like you know like uh movies like sunshine or mm-hmm. like um it's the other movie I'm trying to think of. I don't care. Uh, but yeah, like yeah. I, I like that these movies, these kind of high concept movies, are being made. And, yeah, and, and, and it, this it, was a it go- goes this in, was a good one. It, it goes just, into I a left. place that I don't, I didn't see it going, and I liked that. So see, I feel like some people will be disappointed. That's the about thing is that, that I, I uh, like we were discussing before. Uh, I, I did sort of suspect where it was going, and and then there was like a big reveal, and I was like, that can't be the big reveal because that's the yeah. most obvious. Mm-hmm thing that I didn't have think happened. that I just felt like because I was I am ready much smarter than you yeah <laughs> well I was just ready for it to be the movie about like Joseph Gordon-Levitt being a, lo- a looper mm-hmm. that when it went somewhere else I was like okay yeah cool I like that you guys hid all of this from from mm-hmm. the trailers and like I won't spoil it because I think that's part of the fun right but yeah I mean I thought Bruce Willis was awesome yeah he it was, was kind of like finally Bruce Willis is back doing like a movie that involves him trying to act and like doing more than just running around like he yeah. does a lot of running around and, yeah. and 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 shit but i felt like it it demanded more from him than usual and i was like great yeah. he's back like yeah yeah it was it, it, performances were great in, Jeff in as much as they could have been jeff daniels was great yeah. uh i didn't know paul dano was in it yeah i was surprised oh, cool. and, and he was uh like man he is like 
more and more charactery as yeah. his career progresses. Yeah, I like uh, which him. Which is really interesting. Like he's a really strong actor. He is. He like um, there will be blood. Uh, was yeah. kind of like the next level for him. Where you're like, exactly. okay, this guy is really good at acting. <laughs> and this movie, this movie felt like like he's really trying to establish himself as more than just like. Uh, a like a kid who's really good at acting, yeah. like he's really getting into character work, and and he was uh, he was almost in a different movie than everybody else, but he somehow shoehorned this really sort of big character. Yeah. And into, he's not in it for all; movie. he's in it for not the entire film, but like the pe- the parts that he is in it, he's like a strong presence in the film. Totally, he yeah. he was, uh, I yeah, he was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I don't know, I really liked it. It's definitely one to go see, mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely go and see it. It's just, like, I, I liked it while I was watching it, and as I left the theater, I was like, uh, I don't care about it anymore. Oh, no, you know? I, I, I felt like there were scenes that stayed with me, and I was just like, oh, that one scene was awesome, and that scene was cool, yeah. and yeah. It's definitely one of those. Yeah. So uh, let's move on to Hotel Transylvania. Greg looks really excited <laughs> about it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. This is the animated film you, that yeah, reteams uh, Adam Sandler and uh, what's his name? Kevin from? James and Kevin James. Uh, I was going for a Lonely Island guy. Oh, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Yeah. Is Andy Samberg. Not since it? that's yeah, my Andy boy. Andy Samberg plays the kid. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, did you <laughs> see it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you go see that movie? Yeah. Um, I, I like as soon as it was done, I was. I was You're like, I'm out. I didn't yeah. watch the credits. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I went and saw it this afternoon. And uh, I, I had to go see it at Rainbow Cinemas. Okay. Which is fine. Generally, it's cheaper and whatever. But uh, you know, a little farther away to get to. Because no other, no other none of the main theaters, the ones that have it, are playing it before 4 o'clock. There's oh, no okay. There's 1 o'clock show, which really pissed me off. So yeah. I had to go That's down weird, there. too, for like an, uh, an animated movie. Right? Usually, they will play them more often yeah, earlier yeah. than not. And so I have to go all the way down there. It was a pain in the ass. And I get there. And there's some kind of construction going on down there. So while you're sitting in the theater, you can hear <laughs> for the whole movie. Um, what kind of construction was that? Uh, like some kind of drilling. Some so. hardcore tech. And then you hear like yeah. construction dudes like catcalling people. Yeah. Hey, baby, walk that over here. And, uh, and it was one of the uh, it was a closed caption presentation. So there were subtitles on the screen. That's weird. Uh, I've never seen fucking, that. I can't fucking stand that. I fucking hate it i don't mind it it's really really then i'm reading a cartoon oh like just i don't know I, I used to watch tv like at super low volumes and have the things on in case i couldn't hear it or whatever when i was younger so well, i feel I, like well, i've did, like 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 later hiding that we we're not hiding TV that it was TV. Like, it's too loud no but like that that we were in the house and like people were asleep and yeah, so okay. like oh i can't i can't have uh, this that loud. i'm fine with but like people who just like need it on all the time uh I, yeah that's weird it drives me crazy and for, I, I get what it's there for, and I'm glad that they do that. Yeah. But it shouldn't be your only option on the movie. Like, it's totally fucking... Ugh. Anyway, so... And there are screaming babies in the theater, so it's already <laughs> You got the like, whole shebang damn on that it. one. <laughs> that's, what, that's what happens. That's every time yeah, I've had yeah. to go see a shitty animated movie. Yeah, like Ice Age or some shit. And right. this movie is... Uh, it's about Count Dracula, who's Adam Sandler, and he is built... A hotel for monsters. The titular hotel, Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> was, the, was the hotel titular? Uh, um, it was a little titular. Um, and it's Whoa, a it's a kids' movie where <laughs> monsters can go and be uh, free from the hassles of humans because yeah, right. they are all monsters are all terrified of people. 
So I imagine the other person's gonna shake things up. Monster foot. Anyway, and it's also Dracula's daughter's birthday. Oh boy! And he's an overprotective dad, and it's her 118th birthday, and she wants to go out into the world. Sure. And uh, so he's trying to prevent this you from see happening what they did there? throwing her this super big birthday party. See what they party. did there? What's uh, that? 118th? 100, yeah. See what they did there? Because no, she's I, not. <laughs> now I just got it. Yeah. Eight, this movie was brilliant. 18. Oh, yeah. 18th God. birthday. 118th birthday. 100. And. Case is a wink. I winked. Amazing. <laughs> did you guys catch that on the podcast? Yeah. Oh, I heard it. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. Go on. I've got some squishy eyes. Ew. Disgusting <laughs> winking. Um, and anyway, a human shows up. I guess this is Sandberg, which I just did not put yep. together, but mm-hmm. not that I was trying to. Yeah. And he's just some backpacker dude who's like, I've got iPods and fucking, I like Dave Matthews. <laughs> well, oh, God, no. Which is the worst. I'm like, whoa, uh, this is the like relatable character. This is a nightmare. Yeah, no one <laughs> likes Dave Matthews. Yeah, exactly. Maybe the Dick. humans are the monsters. Oh, man. <laughs> you know who I like to relate to is a smelly, privileged white person with yeah. a backpack. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, so then he has to pretend that he's a monster. And anyway, I'm just sitting like forever. I'm watching this movie like, please just... Teach me that lying to kids is wrong, and or something. Like, you know, and, yeah. let's move along. <laughs> um, oh God, it was just so. It's it's. I don't know. It's a kids movie. There's no. Made huge they don't slide in any weekend. jokes for adults. No. It's just Adam Sandler going blah blah blah. I don't yeah. go blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, for ninety minutes. And, yeah, I'm I, so I glad know. I didn't have to see that. Uh, that that see... wiggle 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 songs in there quite a bit. They like that. Wiggle, the hell wiggle, is wiggle. that? Wiggle, 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 I don't wiggle. know what that is either. You don't know the wiggle, wiggle, wiggle song? <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. I don't want to <laughs> from what you're doing. I might. <laughs> I might well, it's like a dance song, like a douche, 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 but it's good. then a guy goes, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Oh, That's... it's that song, douche, douche, wiggle, wiggle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know it by its <laughs> formal title, douche, douche, wiggle, wiggle. Douche, douche, parentheses, wiggle, wiggle. wiggle. In parentheses. But yeah, and then this. But this. <laughs> Thank fucking... you for ending my parentheses. Don't forget for to me. end your parentheses. That would have been you don't want to leave wide open. open. And at the end of the episode, I'd be like, end parentheses. End parentheses. <laughs> Everything I said would be a parenthetical title. But uh, yeah. yeah, eventually uh, Dracula learns to love this smelly Dave Matthews oh loving hippie, and, and then the kid gets with the girl. Offers up his daughter to him, and yeah. what? Sorry, what? Nice offers up his daughter to <laughs> him? You may now fuck my well, daughter. Yeah, exactly. he's like he okay's them dating. And so the, oh, like okay. sends them to yeah, Hawaii. Okay. Sends them. I mean, to she go can't pronounce fuck. Hawaii, and they love that joke in this movie. She, she can't pronounce Hawaii, right? She That's keeps a joke. On calling it Hawaii and Hawaii. Oh my god, that is oh funny. like the internet. <laughs> that fills I my get that. That but fills you know, my heart with joy. You said they didn't throw in jokes for adults. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the one that made me feel the okay Wi-Fi joke it. was the uh, uh, adult joke. Oh, I get uh, it. Uh, well, it just, it's a it's a really uh, uneventful yeah. animated movie. I like animated movies quite sure. a bit. They can be good. They can be uh, good. Yeah, sometimes. <clears throat> yeah. And this one, this is just a, a sub sub subclass. Okay. It's no good. Well, because uh, uh, sorry, I was I was just gonna say, did you see uh, Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights? I did. His Hanukkah movie. I saw I did. Part, part of it on TV. It's pretty bad. It yeah, I like because that movie is uh, uh, like embarrassing. Terrible. Yeah. You yeah. know, like it's it. You you're just like, oh, why would a human being like yeah. watch this? Spend make so much this, time making this. Be in this. Yeah. Um, 
like was it that like because that's what I kind of felt this movie was going to be. It was um, just like, oh my god, he's really bad at relating to yeah. kids. No, it's not as bad as that because I mean this animation style is better. Mm-hmm. So there's that going. It's probably for a lot it. less crude. Um, yeah, yeah, that movie yeah, was like weird. Like yeah. yeah. I mean, it is really grating Profane. his his Dracula voice for the whole movie. And yeah, there's just no character that's fun. Like, there's nothing. There was yeah. nothing really. Like, it's conceptually there is something you could do here that would be something. I would think. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't mind for a kids movie. I don't mind the premise at all. No, no, but it just it really like. If I, I think as a kid, I'd be disappointed too. Yeah, like, yeah. It's pretty whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's a really horrible rap song at the end. Oh, sure. Oh God. Who doesn't love rapping Dracula? Yeah. Dracula. Oh, Ooh, I see what you did. did you see that? <laughs> I, I just thought of that right now. You put the two Trademark. words together. Dracula. Yeah. So, pending. All right. So last week, because Casey lost, uh-huh. he made us listen to an album. And I, I, I I was nice. But he was nice. Uh, we listened to the latest album from Mission of Burma called Unsound from this year. And uh, I don't think we'll have too much to talk about. We're running no. along, but I, we can all get in on it. Yeah, like, yeah. I liked this album. It's a good album. It is a good album. It's yeah. better than I was expecting. Yeah. And... It, the Mission of Burma are one of those bands like Dinosaur Jr. where they, they reunited and they have been putting out pretty consistently good albums. Like, yeah. they haven't put out a bad one since they reunited that I've heard. No. Like, they're all, like, pretty good. And this is the one that's, like, it sounds a lot like old with Mission of Burma. It's a little bit sludgier. Yeah. There's some songs are better than others, but some of them are really good. Uh, I think that the ones that are really good, for, for, for my liking, like, I did spend some more time with this and I got to like it more than I did before. Um, but I think that the ones that I liked are I found more interesting than good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. oh, they've got some some ideas going on here, but they're not ideas I want to hear again. It's just like, oh, they did that. Yeah, okay. that's the thing with this record yeah. is I don't think I'll go back to yeah. it. I'm like, mm, no, cool. Yeah. Like, no. That's an interesting idea for I could, a riff. I like yeah. these themes. Right. But yeah, going back to it, I'd rather just put on verses. Or oh my god! Yeah. For, for me, it was refreshing to hear uh, uh, a band record something that sloppy. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you no, know, uh, there's a lot to like about it. Yeah, and I think like diehard Burma fans will be very happy with. Yeah, this album. yeah, yeah. Like Absolutely. it sounds very recorded anyway. live off the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like it sounds like um, like the ethic was still genuine. Yeah. But the songs, uh, yeah, like, yeah they're not there's great. just nothing that really grabs me. Just, they're kind of writing songs like they used to, but they're not as good. <laughs> yeah. But every once in a while, I don't know, there's a, there's maybe two or three songs where I was like, that was an awesome song. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not going to run back to this either. Not but me. I mean, I could see myself someday being like, I'll put this one on today or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just don't know, like, you know, not any time in the near future. Right. Yeah. So you spared us. That's uh, yeah. That's that's basically what I wanted out of out of picking this album again was just just to kind of bounce it off of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. those opinions I trust. So now Greg's gonna give us an album. Yeah, and I, I have he three just in told my me. head. Yeah, that and he I, didn't I'm know. trying to decide what. Uh, I'm not, this is not it. I'm just getting something else out of my <laughs> He's bag. Pulling out paper. Um, you know, uh, yeah, because I, I had a conversation with Mark Riley earlier this week and talking about how he he likes it when we give each other good albums and I'm like mm-hmm. yeah, I really want to give out a good mm-hmm. album this week and so I thought kind of have one in my head and uh, then I had one idea that was a very weird 
experiment okay. basically but <laughs> i need to i need to just protect myself okay and i'm sorry you're doing a you guys are listening set. to papa roach because uh, i don't ever want to hear that god damn it <laughs> and i and i heard the single yeah uh, i heard the single like two or three days ago did it make you want to cut your arms uh, <laughs> no this <laughs> is suffocation their, like, no breathing they're still doing the rapid all right, oh, that's, then I feel but like now it's for a like a, this, like they're trying to be all they, uplifting and is like that how they describe their sound. Follow your yeah. dreams, man. Reach for the skies. Rock a go. No one can stop you. So they've moved on from uh, ripping off Brain Stew by Green Day. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, now yeah, you guys can enjoy Papa Roach because I, I just again I wanted right. to Mark Riley. I wanted to give them a good one. I know, but I it's I really had, hard. To protect myself, when you that see, Matchbox Twenty experience was truly when terrible. When you see these uh, bands putting out albums that you that should not be putting out albums, you're like, yeah. I need to do this. Yeah. Just, I can't. I don't want to listen to this. I yeah, have to yeah. give it to them. But I want to know what it's like for someone to listen. To yeah, it. yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, there's so a there there's a glut of those albums coming out, so mm-hmm. it's, well, it's a race to see who uh, won't have to listen to the new Ozzy Osbourne album or uh, no uh, Kiss Kiss album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so I'd rather listen to a new Kiss album than fucking Papa Rose. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's gonna be bad. So we're gonna roll. Yeah. Uh, what are we rolling for? Because Taken uh, Two comes out, Frank and Weenie comes out, and uh, Pitch Perfect is open. Yeah, I think up. Pitch Perfect looks like our stinker. Okay. Every time I see that preview, I'm just because <laughs> people. Pe- and there's that's good gonna people be, in it. There's that's gonna really be, good yeah. people in it. But. We're going to have uh, some pushback about that Fuck. because people yeah. are excited about this movie. I, I kind of want to see it. Uh, and I then there's, that, there's also that... Uh, I feel like it's going to be smarter than it looks. Won't back down. Let's go change the school system. Oh, yeah. Is that playing? Because I, uh, I checked theaters and Taken 2, Frank and Weenie, and Pitch Perfect are all playing. Won't back okay. down. What? It's with uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it looks she's bad. She's had it with the school system, and she's going to change it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like that upcoming Kevin James movie, but without the wrestling. Oh, my God. <laughs> instead, instead, it's more... Uh, pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we want to do? What do we want to do? Are we looking at a lean on me situation? Yeah, or? yeah it's like a lean on me uh, with a little bit of something else going on. In there. I will only watch it if <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal calls herself the HNIC. <laughs> and if you've seen Lean on Me, you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, okay, I'm trying to check uh, if if uh, Never Back Down will be playing in Toronto. And now, uh, or it won't it's won't back down. Won't back down. Yeah, um, might back down. Taken two or Frankenweenie. Apparently, Frankenweenie is returned to form for Tim Burton, but I don't know. Return to form of thing that he wrote and directed when it yeah, was the first movie to, he ever made. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of ideas. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm now he's not, just. He, I don't feel like that's the good movie. I'm very curious about Taken two. Have you guys seen Taken? I love Taken. No. Taken's a lot of fun. It I never so saw much it. fun. It's Commando starring Liam Neeson. Yeah. Now I've heard that this one's not. <laughs> I heard that? that this is pretty bad though. Oh, Taken Two. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I mm. want to see it. It looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, Pitch Perfect doesn't look like something I want to see, but it's full of good people and yeah. people see, are I've saying got, it's good. I've got this thing where like I I like I want to see it mainly because of Rebel Wilson. Like I've got this thing where like I'm like I, I want to track her career like people who i think are really really funny and who who i think have a shot at being something really big like yeah. i like to track their careers yeah. yeah so like i feel like i want to see it based on that and anna kendrick is is adorable yeah and and great is she uh, the one that works for 30 rock somebody that wrote it works at rick writes for 30 rock 
Is that I know, right? I know that, yeah. Huh. No, Anna Kendrick was... Uh, she was in Up in the Air. Yeah. She was in... Oh, Won't Pilgrim. Back Down is playing on Friday like at... Up uh, in the Air up there. Won't, <laughs> won't Back Down is playing. <laughs> you know it's the one where Kevin Bacon... Uh, <laughs> and uh, Kendrick. ...travels frequently and plays basketball on a plane. <laughs> won't Back Down is playing at uh, Scotiabank on Friday. Is it? On Friday. So. Okay, because that looks... So Won't Back good. Down will be our bad one, because that's right. supposed to be bad. And then what's good? Casey decide. Frank and Weenie are taken two. Frank, All right. Frank and Weenie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to roll for Frank and Weenie or won't back down. Here we go. It's a one. <laughs> ah. Oh, God uh, damn it. I'll get in here and roll next. Oh, my God. I'll give you that when you have to roll. <coughs> What's that? Oh, thank you. That is a four. Uh, and my name Craig is got Casey. a four, and you're rolling a one. No, oh. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to see this garbage fucking movie. God damn it. All right, so let's go right into Hero Swap. Hero Swap Cage Match is our weekly segment where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64. We will end with one. This is one of those matches. Yeah. And today's fucked up. Today's What's I, this match? Emotionally difficult. Uh, Indiana Jones uh, versus Jason Bourne. All right. I rewatched uh, Temple of Doom, uh, and uh, I'm a big fan of the Bourne movies. I, I think they're great. I like those movies. Uh, this is going to be really, really. We all know who everyone is here, so let's just get right into it. All right, to find where, where they are. are they going to they fight? Three. Three. We're in the jungle. All right, uh-huh. Indiana Jones versus Jason Bourne. <clears throat> in jungle, the jungle. You can have a signature weapon. So Indiana Jones has whip. whip. He's got his whip. He's whipping his pistol, right? Yeah. Uh, and yes. uh, Jason Bourne yeah, you get uh, rolled up magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his, his raw fists. Um, I think rolled up magazine. Yeah. No, wait till you see part two. It's All so right. good. Um, <clears throat> this is hard. Yeah. I want to say that Indiana Jones has an edge because Jungle is kind of up his alley, yeah. and and Bourne is kind of more of in, in <clears throat> mo- for most for the most part in his films he's more of a like urban hide around corners, right. run on the roofs and kind of shit, right? Yeah. So I want to say Indiana Jones has an edge out on that. Well, if he's going to have an advantage anywhere, it's going to be in the jungle, jungle. yeah, um, or a temple. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably of one doom. of doom, <laughs> or uh, on a crusade, perhaps oh, the maybe, last, maybe one. the last one. Oh man, this is hard. It's yeah. Um. Okay. So okay, I feel let's... like I feel like okay. So the jungle, like you say, may give uh, Indiana Jones a little bit more of an edge, but Jason Bourne is like it, he he's like a like a a sleeper spy. Yeah. So he's going to be sneaky and he's going to hide. Right. Like he's like, also a lot more. Physical, I think. Oh, uh, a lot more. Yeah. Like way more. Way more. <laughs> like he, like Indiana Jones will not fight somebody. He will just shoot them. Like yeah. he's yeah. too lazy. Like, and I feel like he's not gonna want to go fist to fist with this guy. Uh, like okay, yeah, no, probably not. But I think I think this comes down to uh, uh, differing movies as opposed to different, like the different differing realities of the mm-hmm. movies. Because like I mean, uh, Indiana Jones isn't in Indiana Jones unless he's like. 
a little bit charming and rakish and yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. before he kills somebody you know it's not like he's a catchphrase guy or anything no. but but he does things with like a certain level of style whereas yeah. like like Jason Bourne is just kill everybody yeah. as quickly as possible Indiana mm-hmm. Jones can also get out of a lot of hairy situations i.e. falling out of the sky off a cliff in a like raft and then not getting yeah. hurt right <clears throat> so uh, there's also that um man like, okay if, well, he has the whip. Yeah. Right? Are we only giving Jason Bourne, like, hands in, yeah. a, in a newspaper? We use a variety of guns. Okay. Are we, we can take guns out of it and give I think if we're this. giving Indiana Jones the whip and a pistol, I think we need to give Jason Bourne or at a least pistol. a gun. Yeah, yeah. So give him, like, a handgun or something mm-hmm. that he's And a rolled-up newspaper. Yeah. In, yeah. <laughs> Or magazine. So he can walk up to Indiana Jones with the gun in the newspaper and be like, "Have you heard the crazy news? Bam!" And shoot him in the head. Have <laughs> you seen this picture of Baby Siri? Wow! Yeah. <laughs> you guys keep saying like a rolled up newspaper. Like, well, he's either gonna kill him or he's gonna train him not to pee on yeah, the rug. Hit him on the nose. Bad Indiana Jones. Bad. Bad. <clears throat> yeah, this um, is really tough. Oh man! Because there's such well, different. When there's types so much. Of, there's that, emotions the involved thing. in this. There's nostalgia, like really, like I, you know, I used to pretend I was Indiana Jones when I was a kid. Yeah, I used to pretend I was Jason kid. Bourne when I was a kid. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> You're like this will be big one day. Michael Caine. <laughs> this is gonna mean yeah. something someday. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jason Bourne. <laughs> Um, um, I don't know. My ins- my gut reaction is that I think because Jason Bourne is so much of like a fighter that he's just gonna beat the shit out of Indiana Jones. Uh, yeah, like like my immediate reaction is is like I say, like Indiana Jones kind of charm and like comic book equality yeah. is gonna be no match. He's for, gonna like uh, throw his whip up on like a tree and swing around and, 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 and then Jason Bourne is gonna like pop. He's just going to shoot Yeah, that's kind of what I see happening. Yeah, I, I've known this as soon as I saw that they were matched up. That there's no, yeah. he's a like a force of nature. Just yeah. born. he's too much. <laughs> there's no way. <sighs> why Sorry. do we keep killing Harrison? Fulcher? I know. I know. Why did? Why didn't he it's get the Gary Mahoney? Draw, yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> that would have been funny. Fuck. Well. <laughs> Next up, it's Predator versus Regarding Henry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see who. Uh, <laughs> See who comes out of that one. Oh, yeah, we should have had a bunch of people uh, from, like, really, like, not action movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> next week is Schwarzenegger from Commando versus Andre from My Dinner with Andre. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> they're going to get together for dinner. He's just going to shoot the fuck out of them. Wallace Shawn in My Dinner with Andre versus Wallace Shawn in Clueless. <laughs> Okay, so uh, right. Jason Bourne will be moving Bourne. on. Oh, I'm just so sick about this. It's terrible. Yeah. Next week we have a really hilarious one. Uh, so uh, and some weird movies for people to watch. Terrible movies. If people want to rewatch, what do we and got? Get, uh, geared up. We have Lara Croft, the Tomb Raider. Oh man, man I've actually I never seen those. any. No, of I haven't seen movies, any of those. Man, they suck balls. Uh, but they're like very her. popular. I don't know. And she she does that role well though. Um and so it's Laura Croft versus Ford Fairlane. Oh yeah, uh, the Adventures of Ford Fairlane. <laughs> oh yeah, Laura Croft is gonna. Oh man, do I ever love that the Dice Man is up against a lady? I yeah. know. It's Laura Croft is gonna. Be and now I'm gonna I'm gonna pour over these Laura Croft m- movies <laughs> to make sure that she kills him. Yeah, she's gonna beat the shit out of some misogynistic asshole <laughs> next oh. week. Oh yeah. Oh. So uh, before we finish the show we got our recasting of a movie this week uh mm-hmm. glenn gary and glenn ross yes <laughs> gary and glenn glenn ross and, and well don't awesome. forget and don't forget glenn ross don't forget your glenn ross he's in there too 
Uh, <laughs> all right, so what order are we going to do these in? Mine's incomplete, so. Right. Okay, well, let's, we'll start with Casey. We'll go to you, and then I'm, I'm okay. stupid, so we'll finish yeah. with me. All right, okay, Casey. So I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, uh, and I tried to go as interesting with this uh, as I could. Uh, How many this, did you do? Because I only did six. And by six, uh, I mean. <laughs> I, I did the six. main six. Blake was the only one I got. Uh, I still can't. I, I'm going to do it despite the podcast, but I still haven't gotten to Blake. And I might change yeah. some stuff around. But as it, as it stands now, because I love this movie. This is one of my mm-hmm. favorite movies. one of my favorite scripts of all time. That's Me not too. a controversial Ditto. thing to say. Yeah, but um, I, think we, yeah, I think we all agree on that. Right. Um, so for Roma, uh, I'm quite happy with my casting for Roma. Roma originally played by uh, by Al Pacino. I've got uh, uh, I can never remember how to pronounce his name. Is it Idris or Idris Elba? Idris. Idris Elba. As I understand it. Um, yeah. I think, okay. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah, I think he's got a really strong presence, but yeah. I think that there's there is an underlying sensitivity to uh, mm-hmm. uh, to him as an actor. And I think that that's necessary with Roma. Mm-hmm. Um, for call. Moss, who uh, is originally played by Ed Harris in the movie. Brilliantly uh, played by Ed Harris. Brilliantly played. Uh, this man is a little bit hard and kind of scheming. Mm-hmm. And I'm quite happy with this, too. I've got Nick Offerman. Nice. Uh, as Moss. Oh, my God. Weird. Yeah, weird. But, but like, think that's about amazing. the intensity. Think about yeah. Nick yeah. Offerman's intensity. For sure. And when he and Aaron O are having our first talking about the plan yeah. in, uh, uh, in the yeah. Chinese restaurant. Are we talking about this? Yeah, are we talking about this? <laughs> yeah. Um, as Arano, um, I have got Jerry Stiller. Oh, my uh, God, yeah. Because Arano, the amazing thing about Arano is you watch him try to process. Like, Arano's yeah. not a very smart man. He's just trying to process things and trying to figure out how he's getting fucked over. He knows he's getting fucked over. He just has no idea how. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it would be interesting to have Jerry Stiller play such a frail character. Um, for Shelley, this one was really hard, and I, I, I almost don't like what I did here, but I think it would be interesting. Um, I've put uh, Al Pacino in. Yeah, as, I uh, almost did Shelley. that. I almost did that for uh, the Hollywood. I, I thought like they'll bring him back as a different person. They love mm-hmm. doing that. Uh, yeah, and I, I hate that I did that, but at no, the same no, time, no. I'd like no, to no, see him good. play. Yeah, I'd like to see the progression of him playing uh, uh, somebody who used to be the top dog. Yeah, and now you know is is flailing. No, that's and, a good pick. It's just not his world for sure. anymore. Uh, for Williamson, um, this is kind of a weird one too, but I've got Michael Imperioli. Um. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I just I see him as as having like. I don't know. I just yeah. I think that's aesthetic for me. Aesthetically, I think he looks good as Williamson. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Link, this is my last one. I didn't. I didn't Blake as as I say. Uh, for Link, I've got Rob Corddry. Oh. Oh, cool. Uh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, you know, I I can see him playing the fragility of a man who's like yeah. completely domineered by his uh, or dominated, I should say, by his wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I uh, I like that. I uh, I did Hollywood. I didn't get them all done. Uh, <laughs> and I went into it thinking like, okay, I'm going to do the Hollywood version of this movie where they like kind they have like one or two new fresh faces for the younger characters, but the older characters are going to be people that either are playing against type or they're bringing them back cuz they haven't been around for a while kind of thing mm-hmm. or I don't, or I don't know. That was my thinking. I didn't end up actually hitting that. So for Ricky Roma, I wanted somebody uh, who could do kind of like intense and stuff. So I picked somebody that I think right now has like a renaissance going on. Michael, uh, sorry, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, oh yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. Like I uh, agree that it, that's that's a very Hollywood thing to do. I'm yeah. just trying to picture whether I would like. Oh that no, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's very. That's a good call. So, it is definitely a good call. So for Shelley, I was thinking like who has been serious before, but hasn't been in movies lately, or has been kind of like in hasn't been in a lot but would come back and play like a serious kind of like contemplative role. And I put uh, Robin Williams. I knew you were going to say Robin uh, wow, Williams. Yeah. I knew that's they, yeah. Oh, they'd totally do that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then Blake, I didn't, I skipped over. I was like, I'll do that later. And then Dave Moss, I was like, I'll do that later. George, uh, I don't know why I picked it. I wanted to fit him in somewhere in here because I felt like Robin Williams, he also does this like, has been in serious movies, but has lately been doing a lot of shit and would try and be in something like this is Adam Sandler. As you George, have him as, now? as George, huh? I was grasping at straws. <laughs> <laughs> and then for um, uh, the Kevin Spacey role, uh, I wanted to think. I was like, who will they put in this role that's like younger, kind of like fresh faced that will uh, have that kind of like these guys hate him because of that like vibe to him and I couldn't decide whether I wanted it to be Zac Efron or Topher Grace <laughs> I, I would prefer if it was Topher Grace I, I don't want to kick him in the teeth so. yeah but I was like one of these guys is like they're, they're like I don't know they're going serious right now Topher Grace hasn't been in anything in a while he was in like In Good Company he was alright in that right. I just kind of felt like he would do one of those kind of roles like bring him back in something serious and he can, he can play that kind of like dickweed like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally role Sweet. So that was my half-assed Hollywood <laughs> version. Uh, so I've got the stupid cast. Yeah, I can't uh, wait. How an idiot might do it. Now, yeah. my uh, <laughs> reboot of Glengarry Glen Ross is an animated film. Yeah. Um, Amazing. <laughs> wait, okay. What style of anime? Are we talking anime? Are we no, talking... No, like, like Don Bluth. Yes. Uh, you know. yes. Oh, Amazing. Don Bluth. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, right. Um, so it's going to be really sad. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it features... And they're all the, going to be dinosaurs. It features the, no, it features the entire cast of uh, cops fighting <laughs> crime in a future time. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so for Shelley Levine, I've got Buttons McBoom Boom. Sure. <laughs> for Blake, I've got Big Boss. Yeah. Ah, Berserko. Ah, Berserko. Uh, and as Aaron O, I've got Berserko. Yeah. <laughs> <The> Big Boss. <laughs> For Dave Moss, uh, I've got, I wanted somebody who was maybe a little smarter, a schemer, oh. so I've got Dr. Bad Vibes. <laughs> Classic. For Williamson, I've got Bulletproof Vests. Yeah. Uh, and oh then for Ricky Roma, I was like, you know what this animated movie needs? It needs one live action person. Oh. Sure. So it's Adam Sandler doing Little Nicky. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> This is as close as it's, I've ever felt to being raped. I think. <laughs> and, that's yeah. terrible. There you go. That's, that's my terrible. Glenn I love Ross. it. Oh, that's I love so that. awesome. Yeah. I would Big watch boss. that. I would watch that for Martin's sure. McBumble. I put love... that coffee down. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee's for closer. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the shit Brass out of balls. Oh, my God. I watched the shit out of some What cops. are they? The yeah. Central Organization C-O-P-S. Police Specialists. Police. Silly. Yeah. Mm. Oh, fuck. That was good. That 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 definitely made up for my half-assed Hollywood version. <laughs> uh, so then the movie we drew for next week is Jaws. Jaws, I've seen that. Yeah, we've all seen that. So I'm doing good. You're doing good. Casey's, Casey's stupid. Hollywood. Oh, Casey's Hollywood. stupid. You're Hollywood. All right. Casey, you stupid. Stupid. Uh, you stupid. You're stupid. I'm so stupid. You're so stupid. I'm not stupid, you guys. I have a lot of good ideas. Yeah, that's right. Nothing. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> I like it. Nothing. <laughs> 
All right. Well, yeah. that's it. You can check us out on Twitter at SYNWPC or Facebook.com slash SYNWPC. Or you can follow us on Twitter under our Modern Superior banner at Modern Superior. Listen to all of our shows, please. Yeah, do all that. Yeah. All right. That's it. Any last words, Casey? Going to the hospital. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, well, I hope, uh, I hope you're all right. I hope I get some painkillers. This is the uh, this is the cliffhanger. Find out next week. I'll find out if my neck is actually broken. Oh, and uh, and write us on Twitter to see if you could hear my new glasses. Yeah, and then we'll put a we'll put a thing up because yeah. people said they wanted to vote on it. So we'll have to take pictures of you at some point. Yeah, yeah. All right. See you next Wednesday, Internet. Bye. Bye. Internet. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.